What up, what up? Welcome back to the Divya Cup, the podcast. I am your humble host, two-time league champion, Mark Sheehan here with co-host and reigning champ, Andrew Nevin. The champs division got a lot more interesting this week. Uh, I don't think it got interesting. It got a little closer, at least. From my angle, it got a little <laughs> bit further, but <laughs> That's fair. but yeah, we'll say closer, sure. I think we were kind of trashing Demeray, kind of a big week for him. I mean, and, uh, he kind of stung us both. I'd say he stung you more than he stung me. Demeray's, he's getting some good luck right now. I wouldn't even say he's getting good luck. He had one week of good luck. I would say, debatably, his entire season has been good luck. He has the least points against in the league. Oh, yeah, by, like, a huge margin. By a large margin. And I feel like the weeks he's had... I mean, I'm so... Uh, this is still my narrative. I think Demre's <laughs> team is a fluke. Like, it's it's his narrative, too. I, I do not fear his team one bit. Uh, but, yeah, he uh, takes down the division leader, which... Not gonna lie. If Dem does keep uh, getting some dubs here, you could be in trouble. But he's not going to. I mean, even in this one, he got, I think we can all agree, outrageously lucky. And he still kind of scraped by against me. I would say so. You had a chance. You had a chance. Wait, how much did uh, the Tampa Bay backfield end up combining for? Uh, uh, they combined for eight points. <laughs> that doesn't even seem so, correct. So I thought it was great. more. Not a great. He also made the wild move of starting two tight ends, which was a little insulting. Ah, but I have to respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. The the <sighs> first the first time in this particular season that we've seen the double tight end. I know it's a strategy that Henry has used in the past. Uh not a very common one. No. What mixed results. I mean, I know Kelsey got like sixteen or seventeen. Tanyan got what, like five? Seven points. Seven. 70 yards or a touchdown in 10? 70 yards. Oh. Yeah, I know. A little bit more of an eyebrow raiser. Yeah, this could be uh, a strategy for Dem here. Uh, It could be. We'll see. We'll see. On the flip side of the champs division. You want to talk about the flip side? We had a huge stinker. Okay. A total stinker. A total stink fest. In fact, both of the people involved actively proclaimed it a stink fest (laughs) themselves. It was kind of the biggest talk of the uh, week. It was surprisingly enough the biggest talk of the week in maybe the worst matchup of the week. Yep, team beat Team Shea 69 to 41. 41. 41 is points. Horrible. That's that very bad. Is I think it's the is lowest. Is that the second lowest of all time? It's the lowest of this year. And lower than Demos' championship last year. What was he, 43? Yeah. 41. 41 points. From a team that has been clamoring about scoring yeah. a lot of points yeah. and getting unlucky. You're very correct, and we had more of this chat from Wolpe this week. Yeah, the whole storyline with Shea is when he scores a bunch of points, keeps losing. 41 points. This should have been a gimme. This should have been a gimme. Yeah. Demos is a... If you told us in week three Nick Shea would allow 69 points and get smoked, you wouldn't <laughs> believe it. Man, if I could have just played Demos one week earlier. Because last week he had a hundred and something. Yeah, this is what he does though. (laughs) He has one good week. As I'm looking at Team Shea's box score from this matchup, I can't help but just have a tough time fathoming how Tracy could have had a week with 17 less points than this team scored. Look at this team right now and tell me how you delete 17 points from this performance. (laughs) 
<laughs> you just don't know how. <laughs> all right, all right. This is a very good game, actually. Like, I'm, I am, I agree with you. I'm looking at the tally, I, I adding want up to forty-one. Everyone, to look at this box score and look at Team Shay's week eight and tell us how you could remove. If you, yeah, if points, you could like, pluck easily. out seventeen points, maybe a mailbag. Plug out 17 points from Team Shay. I mean, even if you took one away from each player, you'd still need to take 10 away. <laughs> and you, it would read 666-1-4-0-3-2-7. And that's still, that's still more than 24. With, with this terrible performance by everyone on the team... Even if his defense had, like, negative 10 or whatever the minimum is, Can you would still need more. to delete points. You're right. You're right. Pretty See, bad. Pretty, pretty bad. bad. And a large know. stroke of luck for for team. Large stroke of luck and uh, sneaky. Two wins in a row for team. It's it's not very sneaky. And, uh, if yeah, I had we, played we, him, we know his postseason chops. Like uh-huh. I said, it's the only sure thing so far. He's in the playoffs. <laughs> I know that. Much. <laughs> you do not want to play Demos the rest of this year. He's primed for some dubs. I'm playing him this week. Oh, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I just have nothing really to say about this matchup. Uh, Bobby versus Riley. Uh, 90-something versus 60 and some change. It's kind of the standard narrative you've seen for both of these teams the whole season. Uh, Riley stinks at fantasy football. He's not very good at it. And Bobby's winning games. This is just... What more can you say? Yeah, I have nothing to add to it, really. I don't really want to talk much about this next matchup either. Feels like beating a dead horse as well. We'll yeah. be uh, with the the pretty big win, one twenty seven to seventy seven. Sheehan, we know what the story is. Your team is just super banged up. It kind of stinks right now. I think we can agree. Yeah. Let me say. I'm this. not gonna count you out just yet, but it, I want to hear it out of your beat. You have to admit that it kind of stinks right now. Let me say this though. Uh, you heard me all week. I said I don't. I have no plans to beat Wolby. Um, you did say that. And then once I saw like some bench performances going off, I was like, "Please God, let me lose by more than twenty points." If I benched Robert Woods for Nelson Aguilar and lost by ten, I would have freaked the fuck out. <laughs> so I was actually hoping that I lost by more than 20. You know you would have gotten crucified by this league too. I would have crucified myself. I would have flagged myself. You know how like a, pr- yeah, like, he, a priest sins and he yeah. beats himself and like With, whips like, one himself. Of the whip things. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call that? Flagging? Flogging? Yeah. That's not flogging, is it? Self-flogulation? No, that's when they like light themselves on fire. What? <laughs> Which could also be relevant here. Yeah, well... You know, like, during, like, the war, they'd, like, pour gas on themselves and light themselves on fire. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if your season's that bad yet. <laughs> Give it a few more losses. I mean, I mean... You light yourself on fire. I mean, like I said, if I... That's what I was saying. That's why I was saying, you know, I have to lose by more than 20. I just... That was <laughs> my, my message from God saying, you don't have to do this to yourself. You know? We're, we're pulling for you, pal. The storyline of your team is uh, benching a lot of points. Benching a lot of points, but also, don't get me wrong. Listen, I know I'm not a high point scorer. At this point in the season, my average points against, my average opponent puts up 111 points. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. The last four weeks in a row, I've gone up against 120 points apiece, at least. Four in a row? 
Four in a row. 120 apiece. Ah, so I see what you're trying to get at. I'm just you would have lost these four no matter what, so you wasted bad weeks those four weeks, and now you're due for a big week. You see what I'm saying. I get you. And that's what I'm saying. You know, these this is perfect timing. I get these bad matchups out of the way when I don't have my full team back. That's all. And lastly. Oh, yeah. yes. I think it's time. As we all know, Tracy lost. John Henry against Tracy. Against Tracy. That's the best way to do it. match over the week, prime time. <laughs> And and he shows up, and that's the kind of player that Henry is. He's a real threat this year, no no doubt about it. I mean, obviously, you go up against that with Dalvin Cook. Uh, got he, another meme out of Demos. Yeah, got another meme out of Demos. Hen- Henry beating Tracy kind of opened my eyes a little bit, and I went back and I looked at Tracy's schedule. His like last four weeks, his opponent hasn't really scored like more than eighty or so. He's been. Are you saying Tracy's a fraud this I'm, year? I'm. St- Henry has opened my eyes, and oh. rightfully so. Rightfully so. I think Tracy's a fraud this year. Also, let it be noted at twelve fifty eight on Sunday, I get a call. I'm you know I'm doing work, trying to squeeze in some work before the games start. We get a call. It's my good friend Brian, thinking oh. he's gonna ask me over for some beers or something. I'm gonna have to you know. It's been a long time since we've been invited over for beers and right. some football. Right. So uh, anyone in the league, but then it is a frantic. Okay, here's my problem. I need your advice for fantasy. No. Yeah, yeah. And he's he, asking a fellow league member for help. Not only a fellow league member, but one of his uh, rivals for help. And I said, "Why would I help you? Why would I help you?" He said, "Please, it helps you too if you if I beat Henry." And I was like. <laughs> He was so rattled going into this match. He was so rattled. You know what he was asking me? He was like, okay, so Devontae Parker, he's coming off of a groin injury, uh, and he's going up against Jalen Ramsey. Do I start him, or do I start, like, insert someone from his bench? Who else he, he was, possibly have started? He's, he was going to say uh, DJ Dallas, John Brown, or do, I pick, or do I pick someone up off the waivers? Uh, and I was like... Uh, I can make a trade with you really quick. Like you need a loan or something. Like I was just <laughs> you need a loan. I was just bullshitting with him because I didn't realize it was yeah. like twelve fifty eight. He was like, "Shan, come on, please." Like it's almost time. And then I was like, "Yeah, I guess like going up against Jalen Ramsey. I don't really have a lot of faith in Devontae Parker. Also, don't forget to his first start. And you didn't. I just you. I just told him my honest my. I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know. Do whatever you want okay. though." It's starting to smell collusion. And then he went and then he said, "Yeah, you're right. I should bench him." And he goes to bench him, and he had it already locked. <laughs> was he wait? Was he gonna start DJ Dallas instead? I, I think he was. I think we got. I think he. Points. Oh, he got way more <laughs> points. Why did he ask you for frantic advice at one fifty eight or twelve fifty eight? Or why did he ask me? Why did he ask you at all? That's the biggest question. Because he was frantic. He was panicked. Listen. He was freaking out. He didn't want to lose to John Henry, and he goes down in the biggest way possible. <laughs> Crashes and burns. Crashes and burns. Tracy had absolutely zero control over, but even still, he Maybe has all Tracy's the embarrassment. Franticness for it. was the reason, though. I think it contributes. I think it contributes. It contributes. I project a new direction for Tracy's team. I think he's starting to quiver in his boots. You know what I've started to notice, though? Tracy's been eerily quiet this year in the league. It's probably because his girlfriend. Was- <laughs> He hasn't done a lot of talking in the group meeting. He hasn't even done a lot of talking individually to either of us. Yeah. About the league. Or in general. <laughs> or in general. I haven't heard from him. Yeah, I, th- a long I think time. he's trying to like get out of the spotlight after being a little bit of a media whore last year. Mm. 
and go kind of fly point. under the radar and be the good team this year. But the thing is, you can't do that and then second guess your own coaching, especially when you're five and two. Yeah, and that's a good point. I totally forgot. Actually, it's kind of funny at this point. That's I what I'm saying. He's done it like an expert. Last like, year, he, he was, was the star of the league. Last yeah, year. he was a media whore, like you said. And this year, that nom- that he, he narrative was, was kind of dominated at least the first half he, of the season. He by Nick wanted Shea. to get talked about in this league last year. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be the center of attention, and he's kind of done a 180 this year. Yeah, I think because he couldn't handle it. I think because he couldn't handle the pressure. He couldn't handle it when all the eyes were on him, and then he went down in the playoffs, like. He, I think he's becoming aware that what will be more exhausting for him is building himself up, letting himself become hopeful, mm-hmm. calling all this attention onto himself, and then making sure everyone watches him lose he, and embarrass he's himself. He's almost a little nervous to have a contending team mm-hmm. because the expectations are there. And he knows from last year's experience how hard it is to deliver when you have a good team in the playoffs. Listen, this is... The this is why the peasants are peasants. This is where it starts coming late in the season. This That's is right. where it starts to happen. Speaking of which, we uh, teased last episode that week eight was the perfect time to reveal an updated tally. Week of the wins week nine. Champs versus peasants. The numbers have been crunched. The numbers are in. Numbers are in. The champs survey says hold a commanding eleven. To eight, wow! Lead over the wow. and one tie, which means the champs have not clinched yet. We haven't clinched yet. It's eleven, eight, and one. <laughs> Thirteen wins clinches it for you. Whew. We could go twelve, twelve, and one. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, too, this was a blowout until the peasants made a little bit of a comeback last week and this week. Yeah, well, I'm actually surprised the that we still have, have the lead. Huge run. I'm surprised that we have the lead yeah. still. Well, the, the peasants, Again, just because from my the perspective, took two of the first three in the first two weeks, and then the champs won like five or six in a row mm. after that. I do remember that because yeah. we we said it was starting to get out of hand, which is kind of true because they have come back, but it's still we kind of have that three game lead over them. Kind of while we're on the topic, I think we have to address Wolpe's comments this week. What were they? Blatantly complaining that we need to reorg in the league. Oh, I think he's what just was that completely for? missing oh, yeah, the point. Because- <laughs> Of the entire league this year. I mean, Henry said it the best. That's why you're a peasant. Like, that's... <laughs> exactly. Because you can't win. Like... Yeah, until you win, that's the only way you get out of this. Also, at the beginning of the year, I think that division was hooting and hollering for having an easy schedule the whole year, okay? <laughs> that was the intention of setting it up. That, the, the entire intention is trying that, to throw him a bone. Which is true. It's so true. Everyone in that division is doing way better than they would if the champs were mixed into the other divisions. I mean, look at it right now. Like, you have your team, Henry's team, a bad Demery team that's still succeeding because he's a champ. I'm going to change the narrative quickly. Because he's a champ. <laughs> you have a playoff contending Demos team with only two or three wins. And my team, which is going to have a huge comeback, but only has two wins right now. I mean, these, this is I mean, what so happens to the champs. Demos is what, one in five? With a team that was underperforming? And what does a champ do? They go and win two straight. They Three get themselves and back into it. Yeah, back into it before I squash that this week. That's right, Wolpe. Win a championship. Yeah, quit, you'll be free. quit your crying. The, yeah, that's the only way that these divisions end. Is, uh, <laughs> that's true. When someone from the peasants wins a ship. Yep. Until we have an imbalance yeah. the champs and peasants, it will remain. Until ESPN does not let me separate the winners from the losers, the winners will be separated from the losers. 
Start of the week. Start of the week. At the starting of the week, at Summit Talks, you'll hear them speak. It's only Monday. Negotiations breaking down. I mean, I know. I know. It proves me wrong. And if you look at the time of this waiver claim and this start, it was like 30 or it was like five between five and 20 minutes before game time. And it is, he is pretty obvious. It is unprecedented in this league to have a two week impact on start of the week. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of started last week, continued it this week. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Put up 17 points against me. Yep. Ended up being the difference maker. And uh, we could have also gone with Corey Davis. I simply could've. cannot believe that I, Mark Demaray. Corey Davis got debatably 35 combined more. points out of two bums he picked up off of the waivers. It's incredible. Only Demaray would get that much luck. And you'll try to spin zone it as talent. I guess it's some champion I, but, to, but To be honest with you, I have to give him a little bit of credit. Like. Yeah. I believe it more from him than like if this was if this was a Tracy team performing this sort of action, I'd be shocked. If this was even if this was even a Wolpe team performing this, I would be shocked. It's tough because while we were recording it last week, I already knew I was doomed for the week. It was just a bad omen for the entire week that this guy he just picked up was scoring 17. Well, points. the thing is, like, I saw that and I was like, yeah, okay, but no way Corey Davis also does no, that. But it, like, all and then was one guy. I, you know. Okay. Well. It shouldn't have just been one guy. It started the momentum for his team. It started the he momentum. Started feeling good. He it started, started the momentum, but you had to be like, okay, no way Corey Davis does that much. I mean, yeah, especially when I have A.J. Brown. Who wasn't doing much until very late. <laughs> I know. Game. It could almost be a dual start of the week, but I don't want to take the thunder away from Curtis Samuel. Yeah, just because the Curtis Samuel ad was right before the Thursday night game. It was fucking impressive. I'll be honest. It was just fucking impressive. It was. We were trashing your team. On he air. was mid-trashing his team, and he started scoring. And I, I'm, yeah, I'm watching Curtis Samuel score. Also was tied to that because I've got Robbie Anderson, and I thought about switching him out for Curtis Samuel. It may but... have been the ultimate fuck you that this league has seen. Yeah, it was a good move. It was. I think we might have to start tallying uh, starts of the week. And keep a running tally Ooh, of who of like, like which owner gets the most starts <laughs> of the week. gets a lot of starts. I feel like we've been talking about Demre every, every single week. week. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's winning, bro. This is his segment. He did also invent the segment, you're right. Maybe he's just trying to call attention to his Yeah, I feel like, yeah. He's just coaching. Yeah, his own coaching style just kind of benefits this, right? Because he just kind of always throws in someone random. Could be this year's media war. In a way, he is. In a way, he is. Good start of the week, though. Yeah. Spotlight match by the week. It's a no-brainer. Do you disagree with the start of the spotlight match of this? I don't know what it, you're going to say it is. You're going to say it's you versus Nick Shea? Or you versus uh, no. Bobby? Yeah, two division leaders right now. Battle of the Titans, 6-2. and two. And the interesting wrinkle I found about this one. Team Nevin of the Champs Division, the leader of the Champs Division, is currently 4-0 and 0 
against the peasants. <laughs> which to me just is the personification <laughs> of the a true epitome of a champion. And he's facing his final peasant for the clean sweep this week. Ooh, I love this. I love this narrative. Yeah. Something I want to add into this. Something I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about the peasants division. Right now, the least peasant-like peasant to me is Bobby. We've only gotten one season out of him. Yeah. The other schlubs, <laughs> the other schlubs have been fucking peasants for years. For years. Bobby, we don't know. He might break this league. He might break it. He might be the best player in the league, and we don't know it yet. Well, we'll have to see this week. You will. So we're set on it not being uh, me versus Demos for a playoff spot. I mean, I think that's also a good matchup. It's a good but, matchup. Uh, listen, I'm playing. I'm not playing for myself. I'm playing for five people in this league. You are. All right, I agree with that. To officially stomp my foot and squish the entire peasants division. I agree. I'm rooting for you. On two. Can you imagine if Dem is a sec- a two-time champ? Can you imagine Dem becoming a two-time champion? I do not want to live in the world where that's true. I don't. I don't hate it, though. I don't hate it. Or if Demos does. Kind of there's one champ left that hasn't won two. There's one that kind of doesn't belong. For some reason, I can envision Demos, though, as a two-time champ. <laughs> That's what I'm so saying. Right. I, I, I almost already feel like Demos is a two-time champ. I always forget he's only won one. He's been to three championships. Yes. I feel like Demaray just stumbles into like he stumbled into that one championship. He did. Me the most championship appearances is Henry, me. Demaray doesn't even make the list of I don't know. I think he's only been once. He's only been once. So Wolpe's been more often. Oh yeah, Wolpe's definitely been before. He won the big one though. That's what counts. He's uh, undefeated in the title game. Yeah, you could also say uh, Nick Shea has an appearance, but has any other peasant even yeah, I mean Wolpe. Has think... anyone not been to the title before? Yeah. Tracy. <laughs> is he the only person in the league? Uh, Riley's One never Bobby. been. And Bobby. So three people we'll have never... Give pass. Yeah, we'll give Bobby For now. a pass. For now. Yeah. Once you've been in it like two or three years, though, like... He's got like one more grace here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't, if you don't do shit for three years, if you miss the playoffs for three well, years, you're out of job the in thing. the NFL. Bobby's you know in I mean? danger of labeling himself as the, uh, the postseason choke artist, I think. If he blows it this year. No, he can't label himself that. This would be his first year in the postseason. I know. And if he completely choked the first time. Can't. That's not an season. art form. That's There are many peasants that are masters <laughs> of their craft, okay? This, and they so, will be the first to, to let him know. Yeah. <laughs> My fault. Lay off of Wolby, okay? On to the mailbag. Boop, boop, boop. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. I can't believe I get to sing this song. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. Pretty heavy bag again. Heavy bag? You got reach in there? I'd love to see some different voices in the mail bag. <laughs> some week. I'm going to just start calling this the, the li- Demeray and Demo segment. <laughs> Can we start limiting the amount of mail that they send in? Like, Only if other people send in mail. <laughs> the mailbag segment was like the longest segment of the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> mailbag. Team owner. Demos gets Soros. 
The most obvious. I'm just going to skip Demoses now. No, you don't have to skip Demoses. It was stupid anyway. Did you read this? He sent it to both of us. What, what, what? Let me see it. Uh, it literally makes no sense. This this suggestion makes no sense. <laughs> oh, I, I actually, I actually <laughs> love ne- this Neither of us acknowledged it. <laughs> but I actually I think love this made, uh, Did you understand this? I did. Like Selection Sunday, like March Madness. <laughs> Like, okay, so Demos is responding to our call to action for all y'all to submit, you know, chair ideas. And Demos submitted the idea of a selection chair who basically selects the sixth seed, I guess, in the playoffs each year. (laughs) Right? Is that? Wait, maybe I do need to reread it. (laughs) It's just such a stupid idea. Top five teams making. He emphasizes three from champs, two from peasants. (laughs) One wild card picked by the selection chair. <laughs> Mind you, the selection chair is not even in the league. It's a third party selection chair, which is how they do it. It's how you gotta do it. I do like <laughs> the potential goof, though. If we had like a selection chair who we could bring on the podcast and announce. As like a third party and like. Right? It would be like bracketology. Like, who, right? Who do you see picking? Who's on the bubble? Yeah, who's on the bubble? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. Except I don't think ESPN gives me that much control. <laughs> We've already co- sort of hypothesized the the boundaries we can push with ESPN, so it's probably a no go. Good thinking, though. Yeah, great idea. Mailbag from Mark Demeray. How many wins does H. Butler need to make Mark Demer Mark Demeray the coach of the year? Just gonna ignore that one. That's yeah, just it's nonsense. It's a stupid mailbag. Second mailbag. When does he send these to you? He, dude, all the time. He loves the mailbag. Loser of the division pays first class for the winner of the division. (laughs) I really like this one, too. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You're tripping if you think I'm coming fucking last, bro. I'm not even going to have the least points. Nick Shaven get that pocketbook out. He's not in our division. He might be paying for bobbies. That's true. Or was he saying just the champs division? I think he was. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. It's exclusive. You know he sent that thinking that you were going to pay for his first class ticket. Is that what he meant by that? That's If I was reading the tea leaves, that's what I got. That's just, that's adorable. That's adorable. Do you have anything from the desk? Are we done with the mail? That's it for the mail. From the desk. Because I've got no tears. No tears in hell. Guest coming up soon. Keep your eye out for a guest. Should be next week. Potentially next week. Keep your eyes out for a guest. For a guest. It's a sparse desk. I did have a. Could use a dusting. It's a pretty good duster. Yeah. I have some interesting podcast metrics for you. <laughs> we apparently have a listener in Mozambique. <laughs> So, we would really love to know if anyone <laughs> has been sharing the podcast with someone in Mozambique, because uh, apparently 1% of our audience <laughs> for the podcast is hailing from Mozambique. Slightly frightening. Slightly frightening. <laughs> yeah. Or we are really getting uh, our name out there. Hopefully it's like Mozambique Royalty. 
perhaps, but uh Hopefully they are taking ransom and need to borrow some of our credit in order to pay off the debt of their <laughs> of their son or something. Hopefully we can help out, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we have to send the loser to Mozambique. <laughs> yeah, I like that last place. Yeah. Pack your bags. <laughs> yeah, nine of us are going to Vegas. <laughs> One of us is headed to Mozambique. from Mozambique. Um, but yes, if anyone has any leads on our <laughs> Mozambique listener, I yeah. would uh, we're gonna really get... appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to get the, uh, the the detective team on this yes. one. Since we do have a newly elected uh, detective chair, <laughs> which will be revealed to you guys next week. I would say we need to really lock down last place versus first place. How we implement those punishments, rewards, what those are. Henry said something that kind of uh, tickled my fancy. That I've been pushing for for a while. Which is that if you come in last place, you get the boot for a year. (laughs) I know everyone hates the relegation. I think it's phenomenal. We would have a fresh face every year. Maybe a face we haven't seen in four years. So would it be like whoever gets kicked out has to earn their way back in? Or they're just on the bench for a year? Interesting. That way it could be like an 11 person league and one person has to sit out. Ooh! And maybe whoever's sitting out is then the uh, selection committee. Ooh! <laughs> Alright, do you guys like this idea? I like that so maybe idea. Maybe idea wasn't so stupid. That's awesome. Yeah, it's not like you have to play in a B league, although I would love that, but you just have to sit out here. That could work. Which basically means we just need to find one person. <laughs> and we need to probably kick out Nick Shay. <laughs> And he's part of the selection committee. But something to think about. Something to think about. That's all I've got. That's all I got.